read the review or am I going to read I am going to read the I already pressed record. Okay. Very tough. Good morning, Very, guys. Good morning, everybody. It's um, This is the See Where It Goes podcast. Yes. The most highly produced podcast you'll come across on the internet. And um, this is Brian Ralph. This is Bridget Ralph beside Hi, me. Hi, you guys. What's up uh, today? Yeah. Welcome to our podcast, yeah, everybody. Yes. I'm uh, I'm tired today. I woke up at 4 a.m. We went out last night with uh, a couple of our really good friends. Had a really awesome time. We went to Hops and Hounds in San Antonio, Texas. And I had two beers, which usually having two beers is fine for me, but it was really hot outside, so maybe I drank them too quickly. Yeah. We, so know. I had a little bit of a headache, but I've been up since 4 a.m., and uh, we're, we're recording, what, two days early, right? Because yeah. Because we're going to... We're going to be really busy this weekend, so we're just going to do this now. What are you going to do now? Yeah, I will say, can I talk about the mm-hmm. uh, the beers? Uh, I had a beer last night by OHB, who I'm no, I have no relation to this company other than it's a very good beer, and um, it's called um, DF Dub. Oh, maybe that's why I like it. Dub. What is Ger- DF Dub? It's a German Dunkelweizen. Oh. It was very good. So anyway, what was my point there? I had two of them, but then yeah. we Ubered there and back. Yeah, we did. I was thinking about that. What did I drink? You got it for me. You got me an IPA. It was Sky good. Trooper IPA. Oh, you got me a Sky yeah. Trooper. Yeah, I like that. I like that IPA. You think about I that. Like a lot if of we IPAs. just had one beer, we would have saved ourselves. You know, I should have had tequila. We should have. We would have saved have ourselves sixty dollars if we had one beer. Here's why. Why? Because we had wanted to have two beers. We Ubered. The Uber was forty dollars. But that's plus okay. the two beers were fourteen. Are you really going to only have one beer when you go out? Or you can't. I think people are very irresponsible. Most people go out and have at least no, two or three I think it, drinks, and then they drive. True. And it, I don't think that's no. You're right. I mean, a friend of mine. No, I mean, uh, there's a friend of mine who once upon a time got a um, DUI, and they mentioned that um, the lawyer had said to them, "Hey, you know, when you consider all your legal fees, yeah, would have been cheaper, even though the person only lived four blocks from the bar, yeah." If you had rented a helicopter to bring you home that night, it would have been cheaper than what you're dealing with now. So I always, right. I, that's yeah, actually that's something so that's true. really always stuck with me. If it's I ha- if you're if you, it's always good to spend the money. Yeah. So. Well, and I good. want to say yeah, thanks to our regular listeners because we have quite a few people out yes. there that listen on a regular basis and listen to all of our podcasts. Just uh, last night, yeah, talking to, to Jennifer. Thank like, you, oh, Jennifer, wow. for listening to every single podcast. That's amazing, and you're amazing too. Would you? You said you would listen to all these podcasts. I have listened to all of them. Yes, because I like to go back and because sometimes I'll think that we're very low energy, that it's very yeah. boring, that it's bad, or whatever. And then I go back and listen to it, and I realize, you know what? That wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And usually. I also learn a lot from hearing how I sound, like how I'm coming across. Yeah. And then Jesse, my friend Jesse and Lucia, they listen. Yeah. Thank you guys. They yeah, started hello. listening in the past like month or so, I think. They're from Brazil. Yep, and they're from Brazil. Well, they're actually from and down the street, but it sounds better uh-huh. when you have a Brazilian listener. It sounds like yeah. it's far away. And they're really good friends. And so we are so happy you guys are listening. And then we know Tammy listens, Jackie and Mike listen. And so Neil. welcome. Neil. Thank you for listening. Who are, I know we're, I'm forgetting somebody. Um, anyway, so if you guys want to leave us... Oh, Patty. Thank you for oh, listening, yeah. Patty. Serena. So many people. Thank you. Um, oh, Ben. Really ben started listening. Ben, ben Smith. And, Maybe um, he's going back. 
Going back where? We just we, we just found it, so maybe he's going oh, back. Okay. Maybe okay. he's going back in reverse. But yeah, anyone who's listening, we appreciate it, and please give us a review. No matter what you have to say, we're actually going to talk about ratings and reviews today just because briefly, we, yeah. We don't have. We only have a few reviews. We have three. We have three reviews. No, actually, we have five. more than that. We have five, but three were comments. Right. So. Well, Patty oh. left one with a comment, but I can't oh, find it. Oh, might have gone to. Oh, she might have made it on Podbean because that's where our source is. But then, we're. I'm only looking at the reviews on. Um, I'm only looking at the reviews on. Um, uh, I, Apple, the Apple one. Okay. Okay. So anyway, we're gonna so get into like to this s- now. Right now. Ooh, and this person spelled my name right. Are you gonna read this or do you? No, want I'll, me read, to I'll read, read that because I think it's too much. I think you're gonna be too charged. Why? <laughs> you don't think I can read it? No. How, who okay. are we starting with? The the first one. Which is the one in my lap? No, the one on the screen. There. Okay. So we're going to... Okay, so this is something that YouTubers do. Podcasters do this. They go and they read their reviews and then they discuss them. So our very first review we got from our friend Tammy. And she reviewed us back in January. And she gave us five stars. Thank you so much. Um, she says, funny, clever, relatable, honest, weird, Bridget and Brian are two of the kindest, most down-to-earth people. Listening to their conversations is like sharing a pint with close, albeit way cooler, friends. These two have been around the block a few times and are here to give us a glimpse into their slice of life. If you like charming Irish accents and unapologetic women, this podcast is for you. Being a decent human is more caught than taught. And I'm catching it from the See Where It Goes podcast. Tammy, I think you could be a writer for... Well, you are a great writer. I've actually read your blog before. Um, You're an excellent writer, but you could definitely write for all kinds of things. Because this is worded really well. And yeah, it's just really cool. So, Brian, what do you have to say about this this, uh, review? Uh, Very nice. What do you mean by Benner on the Block? What are you trying to say, Tammy World? Yeah, is she trying to imply that we might be no, old, go like, to the next review in our fifties or something? I'm just joking. That was very nice. For, <laughs> now we know. But yeah, we have. We are old. We are. Um, yeah, we have shared a pint with Tammy in. Um, yeah, we have in Denver and Greg mm-hmm. and um, and we are uh, an unapologetic. I am unapologetic. I think people wish that I was apologetic or that I would filter myself or that I would. I don't know. Always had a hard time. Uh, oh, we'll get to that. Hold that thought. my true yeah, feelings. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, and I'm glad you think we're funny. What'd she and say? The first part. And yeah. weird. We are weird. Um, You're weird. I'm weird. I mean, can I read it again? Because I was off doing something over there. I was trying to see if there was comments on Podbeam. Um, You're gonna read the whole thing again? No, no, no. I'm just gonna read it silently, okay. and then um, I think it's. I don't think they're. Or you already covered that. Okay. Uh, that's fine. I'm sorry. That's fine. Sorry, okay. tell me. I was listening. And I do think that your Irish accent adds a lot oh, you think to so? the podcast. I like listening. You have a nice voice, Well, too. we know. But yeah, but after a while, I think I would imagine it wears off after a few seconds. And then you're like, where's where's the content, bro? No. So here's what interesting happened to me. I walked downstairs and you were listening to RTE News, which is the Irish news station. I was? Yeah. And okay. I'm listening. I'm thinking, well, I assumed you were because I heard this Dublin guy. And it's like, and I was yeah. thinking, who's that Dublin guy? 
Yeah. I know he's a Dublin accent. And you and you looked at me like an, an idiot. I said, it's you. You were listening to our podcast. Right, I was listening to so our podcast. So that was kind of nice to think. Yeah. So that I think when I separate myself that it, maybe it's still there. Right. Well, okay, here's a, here's another story about your accent. Yeah. And hearing you. Don't go too far off now. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. So we were at our friend's house in Chicago. Yeah. And I was in their kitchen. And I was doing food or whatever, and you had come into the house, unbeknownst to me. I was hearing someone speak in the other room, and it was you. But I think we had already been married like two or three years at that point. But I had stopped hearing your Irish accent. Yeah, yeah. But because you had come into the house... right. And I didn't know it was you. I could actually hear it when you were speaking. Yeah. And that was really cool. And I do miss the fact that I don't hear your accent anymore. Yeah. And then other people, like our Uber driver last night, he picked Just it up. Just on one word, yeah. Like people pick it up, but I, I don't hear it anymore. So you know people who, it's kind of sad because that's that was like a sexy yeah, yeah. part of you. Thanks. Yeah. You know people who you know people who I really don't like. Who people like Neil Vickers and Sandra Kaysen. Why is that? They keep their accent. They keep their accent. That's right, Sandra. We forgot to thank you for listening too. But you yeah, know, Sandra has a great British so accent. So I get a bit jealous about that stuff. And she, and Neil's been here as long as me. Oh, jealousy! So. I want get to lost. talk about jealousy. Neil. By the way, okay. Let me write that down because we're not going to talk about it okay. now. Okay. If this I, is your first time, okay. Okay. Now keep get going. Get to the second Brian. review there. We had, we got two. That was five stars from Tammy. Thank you so much. Now. Okay, what's who's our second review? Am I reading that one? Yeah, it's a two-star review. Two, two out of five. Two-star review Read called it, don't, say, don't say who gave it until the end. Okay, and then we'll tell you who it's from. It says, My daughter, who suffers from stage four mesothelioma, on her deathbed requested to listen to a podcast as her dying wish. I put this on for her, and she killed herself. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. That's terrible. Oh, well, I thought it was really, really funny the well, was, first time it is, I read no, it. No, I'm kidding. It is funny because Liam Ralph, our son, yeah, so our reviewed son it. reviewed our podcast and brought our ratings down with our his two star review. Jackass, <clears throat> listen, Liam. If you're gonna, you gotta listen to at least five episodes before but, you before you review us. But it was her dying wish, so I think he should have given us that's five stars did, because if she killed herself, yeah. Then we should have gotten five stars because we actually. No, we, I've talked. We've already talked to him. But he hasn't fixed the problem. Out of her misery. If that was the intent, yeah, because she put the podcast on as a dying wish. Yes. And it, it delivered. Yes. Okay. So. That, uh, just that's our son Liam and his sense of humor. Now the third one is his one star. One star. We feel, we feel honored. Now I think the uh, person. This one is my favorite one by far. Actually, I'm lying. It's not my favorite. Okay. But it's juicy. Get ready, guys. Okay. This is good. The episode I just listened to was mostly Bridget venting her anger Ooh. towards Christians and the church. Hey, and thank you, okay, can, Chicago Doodle, okay, for well, spelling my name correctly. Okay. Um, you spelled it correctly. Can you not interrupt while I'm reading it first time through? Yeah, go ahead. Very little self-reflection, lots of opinion directed at others, and Bridget needlessly dropping more than a few F-bombs into the conversation. As someone who knew this couple 20 years ago when they seemed to be serious, faith-filled believers who wrestled with Scripture, engaged in honest self-reflection, and thought deeply about issues from a biblical perspective, this was depressing to listen to. My heart aches for them. That was from Chicago Doodle. We don't know who that is, but we, well, we went to I church did. with them 20 years ago. Well, potentially. We probably did. One of two churches in Chicago. 
I did try to find Chicago Doodle on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Well, why, um, why, why, did you, why did you try to look well, for them? just curious to see, like, <coughs> who it was, who this person is, and because you know, I have, I have a lot of uh, friends slash acquaintances from Chicago. Yeah. But um, yeah. So did you want to first? I, I have did. to well, say that like getting a one star review. Yeah. You would think that's a bad thing, right? Because right. that brings down your ratings. Right. Ratings help. Yeah. People find you. Yeah. But this rating actually will probably work in our favor. If people read it, yeah. Let's think about because metrics can like I that. Can I finish? Please, yes. Will probably work in our favor to boost us. Yeah. Because if there, if someone is in a similar place as myself, right. Who is, who has left Christianity, and is working through their stuff, then this podcast might actually be a good place for them. Yeah. And so they might want to hear what we have to say or what I have to say. Yeah, yeah. And so thank you, Chicago Doodle, for helping us uh, with this one star review. Yeah. So now let's go through it. Brian. Okay. So we're gonna want to go through it. And the reason I want to go through it is because it's not... See, the reason... I don't think it matters to Chicago Doodle is because I think this... Uh, what they said represents a lot of people who are who would be thinking like this about us, who knew us right. back then. who is a lot of people? What group would who? you call, call that? Who are they? Oh, I'd say... Well, I'm not going to... I'm not going to describe in one sentence. Okay, so I'm going to also say that Chicago Doodle is a human being and they're a complex human being and we don't know who they are. So I don't want to create a straw man of who they are. But all I know about who they are is this one paragraph. So the reason I want right. to press in on this a bit more is because what they're saying here mm-hmm. is probably, a, I'd say a fair amount of people who've known us over our Christian journey feel exactly the way they do. And we, right. when we've put this out there, my fear has been they'd come across it and, 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 and lay this track down on us. Right. Well, I mean, it's not a shock to me. No, it's not. And it's it's almost like it, it, I would have I, I could have written this myself. I probably would have been the person to have written this 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I've actually lived this before. Like, I'm not shocked to see this review and to see how it's worded because one of my friends from Chicago, I was, I think my kids were little at the time. But I had a uh, friend who had left the Christian faith, and I remember, I don't know if she told me or what, but I remember I was in our basement in Chicago, and I called her on the phone, and I remember I was crying because I was just so brokenhearted that she was no longer a Christian because, you know, in your mind, you're thinking, oh my God, like this person has blasphemed the Holy Spirit. What would they say? Why would they do? Well, no, but that's the thing. Like, oh, if you turn away from well, they did. They turned Christianity, away from, okay, yeah. then what is that? You know, you're being told you blaspheme, you're an apostate, you're a heretic. And then, you know, you're going to go to hell forever. And at that time, I did not have a problem with hell. Well, I actually had a problem with hell, but I still believed in hell at that time. And so... I remember crying on the phone, which must have felt really terrible to that person, you know, Um, because now that I'm on the other side of it, having someone pity you in such a way, uh, like, I feel like this person has a lot of pity for me and I hate pity. Yeah. Um, 
And it's a gross feeling when you pity someone. And I used to do it. And I understand why Chicago Doodle is pitying me because maybe in their minds, like I don't know if they believe in hell or not, but if they did do believe in hell, then they think that's where I'm going, potentially. Um, so they're feeling sorry for me. And they feel like I've thrown away the greatest thing I could have ever possibly had in my life. Yeah. Um, now, I disagree with them. I think now I have the greatest thing in my life, which is true freedom. Yeah. Um, I feel liberated. I feel like Christianity was a weight. It was like an anchor on me. Uh, and it was oppressive. Of course, you, I didn't realize it was oppressive at the time. But um, anyway, I'm rambling. So let's let's keep going. So venting my anger. Okay, well, let's here, talk about that. No, let, let me. Here, I'm hold. This is I'm controlling what? this section here. The episode I just listened to. First of all, I don't think it's fair to give one star based on one episode. Yeah, because I don't, dear Chicago Doodle. No, by the way, I don't say the f bomb in every single episode. I think she caught you on an. Okay. And you are right. You, I do you, say the f bomb. Can I? And you're, you're getting correct. ahead of me here. I, I am made angry. notes here. Uh, venting her anger towards Christians in the church. Now uh, that's fair, but that a, is a, fair. A part you of are correct. a part of. Um, uh, I think they need to understand that you were, I think you believe you were in a cult for most of your life, for four mm. decades. Do you believe that? All Okay. I used to only think that there were cults. Yeah. Like Mormons, Jehovah Witness. Yeah. Okay. Scientology. Me, can I, but yeah. I never thought evangelicalism was a cult or non-denominational churches. But you would say no, they let are. let me finish. I know, but you're okay. Please let me finish, yeah. Brian. What? I know you have a track in your mind of where how you want to do this. Yeah. But can I also have a little bit of freedom mm, in I guess here? So. Yes. Just a tiny bit. Okay. But now I believe that evangelicalism is a cult as well. That all Christianity is actually. No yeah. you know. Yeah. A lot of it. Now go. Here's why I'm pushing you along is because you're okay. you're saying things that listeners to the podcast for a while know. So I'm kinda I am kind of the Chicago Doodle may not know that because if they listen to they're the one episode they're not, they're not, they might not know my not full thoughts they on may not, everything. Okay. But if they cared to hear your full thoughts, they might go back. Right. If their heart really ached for you, they'd go back and listen to the full story. But a big part of this podcast was to vent, was to help with the journey for you out of Christianity and for me through an, if whatever I'm going through in my journey. It was, right. was to do that. That's one of the reasons right. we did it. So I think it's okay to vent. And then, okay, let me, I'm going to admit that I'm trying to control this section because I have a track in my mind. I know that you're controlling and, it. But I it was primarily tell. an attack on you. So I'll let you have a bit more freedom here. Uh, okay. Well, can I? Can we talk about? Can we go in order of it? That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you you were okay. getting ahead of me there. That's why I was trying to go in order. So mostly Bridget venting her anger. Yeah. Okay. Towards now, can I just say, anger? People always think that anger is a well. Not everyone thinks this. There have been times where I feel like people have a real problem with anger. Yeah. And and. Feel like maybe that anger is not a productive emotion to have. I my anger is fueled from injustice. My anger towards Christianity is because of uh, lack of compassion, justice, lack of mercy, and human suffering that will occur in the world and has occurred on behalf of Christianity. If Christianity is true in the sense that you take 
the model of Christianity that says if you don't know Christ, you will perish in hell for eternity. For that type of Christianity, if true, it is going to be worse than World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, slavery, the Holocaust, all of that stuff put together because God will enact genocide on the entire human race. And it will be the worst thing ever to happen when God comes back, if that in fact is true. So my anger is towards that, that I can't believe that all of like North Korea and all of the Middle East who are Muslims uh, or Buddhist, all of India or Hindus, that all these people are going to perish forever. So yes, Chicago Doodle, I am angry. And you will hear that if you ever listen again, you will hear me be angry again. You will hear me be angry about gay kids getting kicked out of their Christian homes and then becoming homeless and then committing suicide. Yes, I have anger and yes, I'm dealing with it on this podcast. And that's I'm finished right okay, there. Okay, and I, so I will say though, you I've said it before. You do broad brushstroke. You'll say Christianity Christians, and I I always. I'm trying to narrow it down. If you hear what I say, that yeah, type I get, I get, it, I get it. But you 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 do go back. You whenever you say Christianity, it's a broad brush of of two billion people, and I'm always trying to draw you back to okay. to, to point out. I think you're talking about fundamentalist radical evangelicalism. Okay, I'm talking about anyone in Christ any Christian system that believes their way is the only way and that theirs is the only truth and that is the only way to know God and go to heaven. So more on that. Did you, did you listen to that podcast I mentioned? I'm, I'm, I listen, I started listening yeah, to okay. it. Yeah. Very little self-reflection. That uh, is so, well, that is that, such bullshit. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. So, Very little self-reflection? What so I am I doing on this podcast other than only self-reflecting? Well, like, I've for, done okay, tons so of self-reflection. I don't think that's pretty fair because that's not true as a person. You've done a ton. Maybe oh not on God. that Maybe not like, on that episode. Don't get so worked up. We're talking about a, a, review, a review of one episode. I mean, it's easy for right. me to well, say. Okay, because that person, maybe yeah. they have not listened to the other podcast. So they can say that assuming... Okay, so maybe in that podcast I wasn't self-reflective. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm very self-reflective. I agree. Um, for, first of all, this was mainly at you, but this kind of sat on me for a bit. Like, you know... You're, yeah, this you're, sat you're, on me for a while, too. You, it when, wasn't you, pleasant you to throw, get... You throw your art out there... To get there, dumped on. And this is what happened. Like, you, right. sometimes you just throw your art out there and someone says, that's a piece of shit. You know? Right, yeah, I know that. Okay. That happens. Uh, lots of opinion directed at others. Uh, uh, true, true. Yeah. Well, here, I wanted, to, I wanted to comment on that section. Yeah. Dear Chicago Doodle, I am not a theologian. I don't have a seminary degree. I don't spend my time. I'm not here on this podcast to point out facts or what you may think are facts or whatever. This is my life, and these are my opinions that I'm sharing on my podcast. So, yeah, you're not... If you tune in to listen to this, you're not going to, I'm not here to give you like a lesson on something as an expert. This is just my life that I'm sharing. Simple as that. Um, and you, Bridget, needlessly dropping more than a few F-bombs into the conversation. So I would say that the needlessly, uh, when you're venting anger, that's going to happen. 
And from his or her perspective, they're bothered by that word. And I get it. I have been, like, I would listen to podcasts like, you didn't need to say an F word. And it would bother me more if it was someone who used to be a Christian dropping the F bomb. Because like, it hits you in a certain place, right? Because you've been trained yeah. that that word is really, really bad. But there's an assumption that you needlessly did it. Maybe you needed to do it to vent your anger. Okay, so then I, it wasn't wasn't needless. Okay, I'm a person of really big emotions and big feelings. And I probably would say that word even more than I do. Yeah. And I know a lot of people hate that word and they don't want to hear it and I get it. But at the end of the day, that's just who I am. I remember in the seminary reading and a, I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just a word. I don't know, like, I understand what you're saying, Brian, and it's just because we were programmed to believe that saying certain words, that they were bad and that, you know, then that makes us a bad person. But I'm not a bad person. I'm a person. I'm just a human that makes mistakes. But saying the F word on this podcast was not one of my mistakes. Right. I agree. Uh, I've said the F word too. I know you have. have. I? Yeah. Uh, we did a whole, we might have done a whole uh, episode on cursing. We did. We did so a whole you, episode on So you could go back to that. And, and as someone who knew this couple 20 years ago, so just to, let's see, we're now 2021, 2001, we were going to a, an evangelical church in Chicago where we met and we liked it and it was good. Yeah. It was a... Um, it was a really fun church. It was started by Moody Bible Institute, which is traditionally a fundamentalist church in Chicago. It started mm-hmm. in the late 1800s. Yeah, kind of broke away from mainline Christianity and stuck their heels in, and mm-hmm. is definitely a fundamentalist church. Anyway, I'm not so I'm sure there was strands of that in the church. That's neither here nor there. But that's when we knew them. We may have been in a Bible study. We don't know. Again, I I want Chicago Doodle to be more of a persona of, mm-hmm. of many people's opinions. It says as someone who knew them twenty years ago when they seemed. seemed. To be serious. And that stood out to me because I. Oh they, my God. Because what happened is they were are wondering where we. Here's the, here's what I think the mindset is these guys were never part of the fold. Because well, if that's they what were, they, say. they wouldn't have left. If someone they says. They were fake Christians to exactly. begin with. That's the, that's the teaching. And you have to go that way because there's no. There, right. the, the only way someone could have fallen away, and I'm sure I think the scriptures to back this up possibly, but the only way we. You, for example fell away from the true faith mm-hmm. is because you never fully tasted it because if you had you wouldn't have right. left which is which is a, a you have to build that mindset because if people were fully part of the fold and they mm-hmm. leave it messes with the chicago doodlehead yeah uh, there's no room for the concept that maybe you're evolving to a different more mature place right. that's not on never, the table right that's not on the table you're slipping away right. you're going backwards right and they're and folks will probably just watch you disintegrate. Which, by the way, that scripture in the Bible about someone going back to their own vomit. Yeah. That is so. That's just bullshit. That scripture because, I, I feel amazing. I feel so much better not being a Christian, and I can't even relate to that scripture like applying to me well, at do all. Do you even know the context of it? I'm just. My point is that it gets pulled. Out of context. And maybe it gets pulled correctly right. out of context. But, but I mean, but anyway. this, okay, so, you know, I was a very authentic Christian. I mean, I lived yeah, and yeah. breathed it. 
Right. Every day. I literally thought the world was going to hell. Yeah. I witnessed to people. I witnessed to my coworkers. Yeah. I witnessed to my family. I used to get on my face and sob. I would be wrecked, like, with sobbing because I thought my sister, who was Jehovah Witness, was going to go to hell because she yeah. didn't know who Jesus was. And why would you seem to be? Why would you pretend? Why would I pretend for that many why, why years? Why would you get up at 7 in the morning on a Sunday when you could just stay out late and drink? Why would you give right. away I so mean, much of your real money yeah, that's to, to churches I, yeah. if you're just pretending? Anyway, I'm not. Of course, we're just going yeah. off a paragraph here. But we I mean, don't. I was. I couldn't have been more invested. Yeah. And authentic about my Christianity. I witnessed to the mob in Chicago. Right. I brought them preaching tapes. Yeah. From yeah. our pastor. All right. <clears throat> I think folks. I mean, regular listeners know all that. I don't mean to rush you along. They am do. I, am I rushing along? You know what's going on in my head? What's some going people, on? Some people listening to this are bored, and it's like, come on. So I'm hearing another voice in my head, another persona. It's like, I'm not interested in this. Let's go. Okay. Just try to do this podcast with no filter, Brian. Stop. That microphone's always stop, a reminder. Stop um, filtering yourself. Okay. Which is another reason I should listen to this because I don't go back and listen to it. When I do, I can tell when I'm not listening to you by the words I'm saying. So I may, I may, try my, I may myself try to become a, a, a dedicated listener and join the crew. Right. Because I, I only listen to small pieces here and there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I only do it because I think it's a good learning exercise. Yeah. And I want to hear how we come across. Right. Uh, so, blah, 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 blah. They seemed to be serious, faith-filled believers. Now, that's a term that I would have... What does that mean, faith-filled? Well, obviously, they're not here to answer that question. But faith-filled means... What do you think it means? That they, were, that they had faith, that we had faith, that we believed in the Bible... That was faith. No matter filled, what, like, filled. yeah, because the Bible does this really like catch twenty two with people. It messes with your brain in the sense that it's telling you that even if nothing makes sense, you still have to believe it. It's almost like, oh, you know, I know everything's it's never going to look like God's doing anything for you or answering your prayers, but you still have to believe this no matter what. Like, you can't ever stop trusting or whatever. You just have to believe blindly um, in what the Bible says. Yeah. You know? Um, who wrestled with Scripture. Yeah, I did that all the time. All the time. Wrestled. Now, here's the and thing. And the fact, the reason why I wrestled, the reason wrestling with the Scripture is actually what pushed me out of Christianity because... The scripture now, when I read it, the Bible, it's like it's been illuminated and I actually see it for what it is, which it's a really messed up book, in my opinion, that I do not see it with the blinders I used to have on. Now I really see the stories for what they're saying. And it's because I've read it so many times that now I never want to read it again. If you look at your K. Arthur, um, looking at your K. Arthur Bible, which is like a study Bible for those of you yeah, who yeah. don't know, and all the all the notes in there and the highlights in there, it looks like after a wrestling match, seeing the wrestlers' sweaty gear on the floor of the gym of the locker room. What does that mean? So if you wrestled with scripture, um, looking at your 
K. Arthur study Bible and all the highlights and all the notes and all the things mm-hmm. is the sign of someone who truly did wrestle with scripture. Right. My point is that if I was to watch a wrestler and wonder if they were wrestling hard enough. Yeah. And I went into the locker room after and I, I they, their, their wrestling clothes were all really drenched with sweat. Mm-hmm. That's what the K. Arthur Bible reminds me of. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Are you sure? Because in my yeah, head it was a great of. analogy, but. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think it was that awesome of an analogy, babe. Really? But that's okay. That's Maybe pretty just, good. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Uh, so I think you did wrestle. I think, again, it's directed at you. I think I've spent tens of thousands of dollars wrestling with Scripture. Yeah, you went to seminary and got a Master's of Divinity. So I think you've wrestled with Scripture, too. I've wrestled too. Um, years and many, much, much Engaged money. Engaged in honest self-reflection. How can this person who's not inside of our bodies living and breathing inside of us know if our self-reflection is honest or not yeah i think i've spent two years <laughs> of a lot of self-reflection oh my god torture you're way more self-reflective than me i am self-reflective yeah. you are like massively okay. self-reflective yeah. you always have been right so um okay what else we're almost through with this okay thing. almost done and thought deeply about issues from oh a my God. biblical perspective. Now, what does that Gross. mean? Gross. Well, Gross. What, that's triggering Gross. something. Thought deeply about it. Well, okay. The biblical, biblical perspective, perspective grosses me out now. Okay. Can I hit this one first? And out of respect, no. I'm not going to say the F word. Go ahead. Okay. Finish it out. But here's what that really means. Um, let me go a little nerdy for a second. What that means is that you think... You're thinking deeply about issues from a biblical perspective. It means any thought I have. Oh, my any, God. Ha, would you stop, please? It's, it's distracting now. Oh, where's the vomit puke bu- okay, bucket? Okay, I got it. I got it. Are you done? Blah! Okay, can I go now? Yeah, go. Um, what that means is, I think, from this, I'm guessing what's, they're guessing what's in our mind, so I'm going to guess what's in their mind and many minds. Uh, the It's the belief that the Bible on its face is very clear and has oh a common sense reading so a lot that's not always been a common view the uh, way to read the bible so common sense realism and the scottish enlightenment was saying that you know well the price is a lot of things but, but like what you see is what you get it's a very obvious it's a well, very that's o- what they can, want can you I, to can think. I talk it's a very obvious interpretation like when you read it it's very obvious well it was yeah. so obvious we wouldn't we wouldn't continue to have tons of uh, denominations but so the view, the idea that there could be multiple interpretations of these texts is like, no, nah, there's one interpretation, it's the most obvious one. And really what they mean is, it's the fundamentalist, there's a fundamentalist interpretation and and, and really it's it's a narrow view, uh, probably a certain percentage of all Christianity of this mm-hmm. interpretation. What they're saying is that our comments, thoughts and whatever um, should align with that specific interpretation of scripture and if it doesn't we're out of alignment with god right when all we're saying is all i'm saying is that i might be alignment out of your your interpretation of that scripture right right so I anyway mean, there are other people who read the bible who don't have the same biblical perspective as yeah a lot of you know evangelicals i mean well any if you talk to Christians who go to different types of churches, they all have somewhat of a little bit different biblical perspective. There's different nuances um, that they they don't have everything in common. So, yeah, well, I'm really glad not to have a biblical perspective. I would yeah. rather kill myself. Well, so because you're not you're you're allowing yourself to have a perspective that 
that is out human... of alignment. That may be well. You're not. You're not aligning yourself to the. You're not looking at that. You're not looking at the Bible or that interpretation of it as as your sp- place of alignment. No, I don't need the Bible to help me align my world anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because I know what it means to be a loving, good, compassionate, kind person yeah. in this world and how I should be and act in it. Yeah. And I don't need the Bible to tell me that. And the reason I'm jamming on the word biblical is because we use it ourselves. Like we have pastors say, that's not biblical. Or they'd say, women preaching in ter- church is not biblical. Right. And what they really, what they didn't realize it, but what they really meant was, this issue, from my interpretation of the Bible, is 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 out of alignment, or, or, it, anyway, I'm a bit tired uh, trying to spit this out, but I, I could do a whole episode on the word biblical. Anyway, oh, let's move I along. know. This okay, and it's pre- depressing to listen to, and this is depressing to read your review too. Yeah. Um, and it's depressing to think about ever wanting to be a Christian ever again, which I don't want to be, but it's depressing. Okay, my heart... And my heart aches for them. I get it. I understand it because you're probably sad and maybe you're pr- you're praying for me or us right cherry, now. Cherry. Well, they're, they're there. They're, they're probably chatting. With, yeah, yeah. You honestly probably think that we're eternally damned. I get it. No, and they I don't. And I know that you I have bet they a, don't. Why do you, why do you say that? Depends bet, on what kind of church they go to. No, they might not. But I they're they're thinking that here's what they're here's what they're probably thinking is that they're not that we're eternally secure, but we've walked away, and when we get to heaven, they're going to be there. Why would you be? Why can I? Can I how can I, could I be eternally secure and say I'm not a Christian? Because it's not about you. You're eternally secure, and you're going to get to heaven, but you're going to be deeply disappointed because well, you wasted all these years. One view is that you're eternally damned. They're, they're heartaches. Right. The other view is you could have been so much more and now think the wheels are going to come off and yeah, you'll get to heaven because you're sealed. But um, when you get there, there's going to be a lot of tears and we're going to be, shit, look, we just screwed up and all this stuff and God, sorry. I mean, we, we, we thought we had it right. We were in seer, got it wrong. That's another view. All right. My heart aches for them. Appreciate your thoughts and prayers. That's just but, like, uh, yeah, that's we're actually like, doing okay. We've had a. Oh, um, it feels so weird to be on the end, the other end of someone's pity. But you, and then to and feel but, like I used to pity people like that. You could have written all Ew. of this, couldn't you? You could have yes. written this ten years ago. Yes. Five years. I maybe would no, have written ago. it. I would have written it. Like I would have. Yeah. It just. It's just so. Yeah, it's just a right. gross feeling to be on the other end of it. We won't necessarily spend so much time on reviews, but that one um, just... Anyway, we thought was, that was too juicy to pass up. We so did. thank you, Chicago Doodle. Thank if you, you so want to leave us another review, please feel free to yeah, do Yeah, so. or you could also, um, if you think about the... In- okay, whatever. I'm not going to get caught, caught up on the... Okay, so what else are we going to talk about, Brian? Let's talk about jealousy. Why? Well, because I... Well, first, I'll just ask you a really simple question. What are... Name something that you're jealous of in other people. Have you ever been jealous of anyone yes. or anything? Yes. Like what kinds of things? I want to write a note down that we've moved. Jealous of uh, better people who are full-time musicians. Full-time musicians. What else? Actors. Okay. Actors. There's different levels. If you're an actor, I don't know. Like I'm not jealous of... Um, did you ever really want John, you know, to be an yeah, actor? Yeah, I did when I was a kid, yeah. For sure. how how long? How many years? For a few years until I realized the odds of making money weren't great. Yeah. So, so I'm jealous of 
Irish actors, specifically, okay. and specifically Dublin ones, who are close to my age. Okay. Because the closer you are to my world, right. so shit, why didn't I do that? Like, I look at this guy in Game of Thrones who are a few years older than me. Uh-huh. I say, well, I could have been. I could have been that guy. So I go jealousy there. Yeah. Jealousy musicians. So Je- how, je- when you say you're jealous, like, how much jealousy? Uh, well, I remember watching The Edge once and I got so jealous I felt ill. Wow. In my stomach. Wow. Because he was there with his guitar and I was like, shit, could have been me. Okay, so you... But you got to pick a... At pick. what point in your life did you decide... That you weren't going to go the route of musician or actor full time. Um, maybe when I was twenty six. Okay. I don't know if I ever decided it. I became I became an evangelical twenty six, and then and then I stopped acting and playing guitar, and I and I just transferred them over to the church. Why? Well, no, but Brian. I don't, well, I don't know if I would have continued. Do you think it was related? You're. Yeah, was probably going... was it? Would it have been? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So why? But but I don't know. I I, I can't blame that. I don't know if I would have gone into full time musician or acting. What was going on in your life? Just at that lost time? the desire to to sing music, to do music live. Lost the desire to act was in it the be... Irish plays. So what? Were you just kind of done with it, or was I don't know. I got so distracted with Christianity that I couldn't. Um, Am I steering us down the wrong path here, though? No, I wanted to talk about jealousy. Oh, yeah. Well, um, so... Oh, it's horrible, though. It's like a worm that eats you. Like, wouldn't it be great to just watch Game of Thrones and watch this one guy? His name is Davos. Uh-huh. I'm jealous of him because he's from he's from um, East Wall, which is literally across the bridge from where Kev, yeah. Kevin, my brother, used to live. Yeah. So he, I'm more jealous of him because he's closest in age uh-huh. and closest in in um direction yeah so like conor mcgregor i'm not jealous of him because i never wanted to be a ufc fighter no. but if I did, I did want to be an actor if you're anyway wow i did okay so would it be nice to just watch game of thrones and enjoy him and not be really, looking okay, at him so jealous are you ever are you going to act again you're a really good actor by the way maybe i will thank you i'll what act keeps again you from doing it now i mean i know you're busy you're you're yeah. the breadwinner you're I can do it at night. I mean, I did it. You're the sole breadwinner of the family. But I worked. I worked the same amount of hours in my twenties. But Mm -hmm. every Tuesday and Thursday night, I'd be at the doing plays. Why don't you do a play? Maybe I will. I did. I went down the street there, and I. It was a musical, though. I don't think I'll do a musical. You didn't really prepare for that, though. Let's be honest. Okay, I didn't. You really didn't go in. But they had me dance. Come on, I can't dance. Don't don't audition for a musical. You're not. They looked at me funny. Never. They they never called me back to say what went wrong. Right. Well, I I wish they had. That okay. that really bothers me when you don't get feedback. Why don't you find like a playhouse that's not like a, right. a musical? That's just like a like a drama. That's what I'm gonna like do. Like a play. I will. Okay. You don't have to dance. Thanks or, for asking those questions. Yeah. So, because um, I think I enjoy I enjoy that more than music. Yeah. Because there's a whole level of improv. The best part is when things go wrong. Right. And you see if you can pull it together as a mm-hmm. team, and that's that's fun. If you yeah. can pull it off. So you really had a, a huge acting bug in yeah, you, I did. like a desire. Yeah, I always wanted, well, here's the thing, that. I always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. What is it about acting that you like? I love being on stage yeah, when there's a live that. audience. What are you grinning my for like theory that? of ah. you wanting to be a preacher. Yeah, no, I love the um, feeling of you practice 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 uh-huh. and then and then uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks and you do the lines and you do the lines and you do the lines and then you go out on stage and you do it yeah and then there's a live audience and some of them are your friends and your family and they're sitting there and they're staring and they're watching 
and and um and then you're just up there and it's mm-hmm. like i hope uh i hope we can pull this off yeah and and then and then the more you do it in front the first night in front of the live audience is very is, is nerve-wracking because you've practiced it in an empty room for weeks yeah and then you get on stage and it's full and it's just like it's a bit of a shock you have yeah. to get over it when you first come on stage yeah and, but the whole room and you're hearing laughter mm-hmm. and it's confusing because you don't you can never predict what people are going to respond to yeah you think you can for all those weeks but then when you get on there people respond they make noises and it changes the yeah. whole dynamics of everything you've practiced so now you yeah. have to integrate all of that new energy in the mm-hmm. room into what you're doing yeah and um i and uh and then you just you build a camaraderie with the people like before mm-hmm. you go out there because what you're about to do is something quite magical i think it is magical. I mean, I've never done that before, but I think it's... Well, I was in a play once, but I had a minor role. Like, I was just more there to be on stage. I didn't have any what was lines this? at Chicago Tab. Oh, what, what role did you play? I was like the person who was with Mary the whole time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's right. But um, I think it's really cool that um, you... Because well, you do have such a comfort on stage. Yeah. You know, you really shine in those moments when you're when you're performing or speaking or singing you it's like kind of like your element or whatever yeah when you're doing that i do remember at chicago tab sitting on stage uh, in an armchair mm-hmm. and just realizing how comfortable i felt like yeah. it wasn't my line yet but i knew it was coming up and i remember just being aware of I was so comfortable there, more comfortable yeah. there than I had been anywhere else. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like that contentment you talked about yeah. was present in me in that moment. Yeah. Which is interesting. The only downside of that though, well, never mind, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. So well, it's, um You know what okay, I'm gonna say I am gonna go there. At yeah. the end the pastor came out and took the play and then did an evangelistic moment right. and said, If you want to accept Jesus, stand up and I always remember like yeah, I get Bait it. And switch. Yeah, it felt like that. Yeah. Didn't feel like uh, didn't feel like you were just presenting art for the sake of art and then let it sit. It was I'm gonna right. uh, it's a primer to get you here. Right. And and get your emotions going and then seal the deal. It just felt very odd. Well, church is very is a very manipulative place. And they would say they would use the example because a lot of people that went to the church were from Moody, they'd say, Well, Dwight Moody went around on his horse uh, giving candy to kids to get them into Bible school. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of manipulation that goes on for. That, be, that sounds creepy to a modern ears. And if Moody was alive today, he'd go around in a white mm-hmm. van. God, Brian. <laughs> what? That's terrible. What I'm just yeah. saying, isn't that weird? Like, a guy, if a guy went around on a horse handing candy out to kids today, it'd be, it, we would just be. Don't ever put your kids on a bus, a church bus. To anyway, Sunday but that school. was funny because it's like, well, it's okay to give the candy of the drama. Because my friend went there. Oh, okay. You're making a parallel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a lure. Like, that's when I used to invite people to church. And I would say, oh, it's so cool. We have coffee. And we have drama. And, you know, uh, you can drink coffee in the church. You know, and you're just like making it. You want to make it well, like it's this a, it is, cool yeah. thing. It is a lure. Okay. Sorry. So I don't want to go. I don't want to. But like, I want to finish that thought. Though. It's a lure. Mm-hmm. But we're going to use what you like candy theater but there is a hook there's a hook that you're not going to naturally bite down on but if we want you to because it's going to save you from the flames of hell you just don't know it right right but shouldn't you have a part in that conversation 
shouldn't we right. honor your intellect and humanity? And if we really feel like that, not have a hook in the world and say, hey, I believe you're going to go to hell. So can we talk about that? Well, why do you think I am? And have and then at the yeah. end of the conversation, the person says, oh, you're right or you're wrong. So honor their intellect that God gave them and have a conversation. Right. Don't right. try and bait and switch. Nobody People see that a mile away. Well, that's advertising. That's advertising is that way too. Right. Yeah. Advertising is the same thing. Like if you have this car, you're going to be more popular. Right. You're going to... I don't know, whatever, but yeah. it's like a, a church service in a lot of ways is like a giant advertisement yeah. for Jesus. So let's go, but what's your, where do you want to go back to jealousy now? Yeah. What about it? Are you good? Can I, should I ask you now? You're sure. jealous. You're jealous. What do you get jealous about? What do I get jealous of? Well, I've been jealous of lots of things before in the, in the past, but the reason why I want to talk about jealousy is because I was recently jealous of something that was so silly. Yeah. And it wasn't like a serious jealousy, but so I have a garden this year Yeah. and I'm really loving my garden. And then my friend Chris, she posted on Facebook a picture of like all the vegetables that she had grown in her garden. And then she was going to make like this yummy dish with it. Yeah. Did you get jealous of that? And I was so jealous of all her yummy vegetables. Yeah. That's funny. Um, because I was like, oh man, like, I wish I had all those vegetables. <laughs> like, I mean, my garden's making stuff too. Yeah. But it was just so funny. And it was kind of, I thought it was kind of healthy in a way because usually I'm jealous of like someone being skinnier than me or someone yeah. being younger than me or, cause those are the things that used to make me jealous to be like, oh my gosh, that person's so skinny or that person yeah. is sells more paintings or I would have jealousy about those things. But now I'm jealous because someone has a more productive garden than I have. Um, anyway, I thought it was kind of funny. But. No, it is. What's well, it's, um, yeah, it's, it is like, I get jealous. There's a guy I work with and, uh, I actually, I worked with, I gotta send him a note. He's leaving, but he has an Audi. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous of that. Cause he's older than me. And it's like, anybody oh, can have I, an, I Audi, an Audi. Brian. If you wanted an Audi, yeah. you could go buy one right now. I can't, now. though. Well, you could. I could, but I've got kids I'd rather educate. Exactly. Right. So, I have a you scooter. also have the ability to go in debt. Yeah. Or you also have the ability to finance or lease if you so chose to do that. But you don't. And we're not going to. You know what a good thing... So, you, you were talking about stuff, right? We get like, Oh, I wanted to talk about stuff. I'm glad you Because we get jealous out. of stuff, like... Um, I remember, uh, yeah, so like I don't want to be jealous about stuff. No. I, I think it's okay to be jealous about, um, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's ever okay to be jealous. Like the Bible says don't be jealous, but then it doesn't actually well, offer I think an it's alternative. Like, okay. Well, it does, I'm sure. I but. think there's levels of jealousy. There's probably like really awful jealousy that just like eats away at your whole insides. Yeah, yeah. But I think the kind of jealousy I had over Chris's vegetables was not like, it wasn't like a bad thing. It was like, oh my gosh, like I wish my garden had all those vegetables because right. vegetables are awesome. You know what I mean? And I, they're beautiful and yeah. they're just so cool. What do you do though when so, you're jealous? How do you, how do you stop being jealous? I think you have to be thankful. For what you have, right? For what you have and you have to learn to be content in yourself. What happens is you stop there though. You 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 kind of you you be content. You're thankful, but then, but then you stop and say, "Well, all those other people have what I have, and then some." Right, but then, but you realize that they have their own stuff going on inside of them. Right. Yeah. 
You know, they're being jealous of someone too. Yeah, it's just never ending. So I think. Uh, but con- I think contentment is key and gratefulness. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think. Because um, I usually don't. I don't really struggle with jealousy on a day to day basis. I think it's good to be jealous of. I was met by a restaurant years ago and people were in there enjoying themselves. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was jealous. I was like, they look like they're all having fun in there. That, that looks fun. So that wasn't a bad thing to be jealous about. See people enjoy experience with each other and family and friends, and it's like, oh, I'd like to do that. Well, then, yeah, you then, then you, you just, just do it. Go home and do it. And just do yeah, it. yeah. What were we gonna say about stuff? Well, I think about stuff is, I think you know, being content with the things you already have, yeah, things that you own, and realize that everything you buy has to be produced by someone. And there's, I just think there's way too much, way too many things in the world. And we don't need all of the stuff that we think we need. Yeah. You know, so like, I try to think of it as like, do I really, do I really need that? And am I only wanting it because I think it's going to get me attention? Or is it going to actually make me happier? Yeah. Like, what is the intent behind it? Like, it's okay to get things that you want, right? Yeah. Like, if I saw a really cool painting, I'd probably want to buy it because I love paintings. That actually feeds my soul, right? To have something like that. So I think it is okay to buy things that we don't need because I wouldn't need a painting. But I'm talking, there's like stuff like, uh, what would be a good example? Like, when kids go to birthday parties, right? And they get like those dollar store crappy items in their gift bag or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, that's just all garbage. Yeah. You know, or like balloons at a party. Like balloons are terrible for the environment. All the plastic, yeah. But I guess I'm just, I guess I'm trying to say like, how many pairs of shoes do you really need? How many outfits do you really need how many pairs of workout pants do you really need i mean it just gets out of hand at some point i mean you kind of like did you check out did you well, go somewhere I feel, I mentally feel, no for a second there i just feel like the energy is getting kind of low yeah i don't know if i'm mentally tired or well i think you transferred your low energy over onto me did i i was picking up low energy in the room maybe i was oh really but i could have been pushing it into the room yeah yeah, okay. Well, I think you're just tired. And Are we back. at an hour? Uh, 54 minutes. Oh, 54 minutes. So, well, I'm sorry. Was I boring you with my no, talking? No, 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 it wasn't. It was just... Because uh, all of a sudden, you just... I look over there, and you kind of like... I could tell you were just off. You had just gone to another zone. Yeah, no, I was aware of my own... Like, I felt mentally tired. Yeah, well, I am mentally tired. Because um, I think uh, I didn't get enough sleep. Yeah, I think I did. I was up. Oh. Oh, I want to talk about being an authentic artist. Yeah. Do you feel like you're an authentic artist? Uh, or do you? No. Uh, do you? Um, Am I? Do you filter yourself? Do yes. you? I'll tell you where I'm not. I read. I wrote a novel, and I need to call Ring Zen. I just need to get it out there. I'm gonna edit it this weekend, and uh-huh. I'm just gonna bloody well stick it out there. That was the most authentic writing I've ever done. It's my third novel. Uh-huh. The first one was written for my nephews and nieces it was okay but uh, the se- the first and the second one i felt obliged to bake religion into it and use it as a vehicle 
Mm-hmm. Maybe like a bait. And you could tell because it's not really... The, the second the, novel the was main so character depressing. Oh, my gosh. It was like paper mache over an invisible man. Ugh. You know? Well, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was... It was like he wasn't really a real human. He was it was bits of me and whatever else and what yeah. I want to be. But the third, the act, I love the character in the latest book, all the characters, because I feel like they just came to me and said, can you tell our story? Yeah. And I, I read that concept from um, Elizabeth Gilbert where she said, mm-hmm. you know, a, a creative idea comes to you. And I felt like I just, I was dictating that novel. Yeah. And there was a lot of cursing in it because people from Ring's End, this guy from Ring's End would curse. Right. That's how you talk in everyday conversation from there. So I felt like right. that was the most... And I realized a Christian publisher wouldn't publish it, nor did I want them to. I realized within the first chapter, this has mm-hmm. to be a secular publisher. Yeah. Because it's too raw. Actually, an Irish publisher said they'd take it, but then they said, it, oh, we'll take it for 2500 So it's like, right. well... Why don't you just self-publish? I'm going to do that, because like, they'll probably take anything for 2500 yeah. I oh, hope not. Anyway, so that that's very authentic because I'll go back and read it and enjoy it. So what um, keeps you from okay. being... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, finish your question. What keeps you from being an authentic artist in other realms of your life or like with sharing other forms of your art? So if this is art here, I'm always one worried what people will think and how they'll respond. Right. So then I'm not an authentic artist. An example being the review we got from Chicago Doodle. Like that type of response. Yeah, yeah, right? and it was, and they were targeting you, not me. Which makes sense; they're targeting you because you're more officially out of the fold. You know, right? You've fallen off the edge. I'm probably they're they're probably thinking like, well, anyway. So your greatest fear has now happened. Yeah. So uh, now just be free. Be free. Just put it out and there. Yeah. Put it out there. Like okay. The so reason why what... I bring that up is because I had a did I did a painting called Fuck Frank. Okay. And I put that's it out. That's a needless per curse word. I know. I'm just kidding. That's the name of the painting. Well, go you, ahead. You can go burn me at the stake and later. You, and you put it out there. And I put it out there. Fine. That was really hard. I mean, I've yeah. been putting stuff out on my blog and it's almost like I've been slowly, it's almost like I've had like this big bandaid on. Yeah. And I've been slowly pulling the bandaid off. Yeah. Of, you know, like I'm not a Christian anymore bandaid. Right. And the right. bandaid's like all the way off now yeah or whatever or almost like i'm coming out of the closet as a non-christian right and um you know i've been like slowly opening that door but anyway i put that painting out there and there was so much a part of me that wanted to not put the f word on the painting and to tone it down but i loved it so much like for one thing, I love spray paint. I love graffiti. I love, uh, I don't know, I just loved it. I, the character in Shameless, his name is Frank, and he's terrible human being, you know? And he um, is always causing chaos in everyone's life, his family's life. And so when I put, you know, fuck Frank on the painting, it just rang true to me, and I knew that if I get rid of it, yeah, then I wouldn't be my authentic self. But I noticed that I got very few comments, very few likes, yeah, like almost no likes. You think it's because of the effort? Oh yeah, because I actually think the painting's good. Uh, the painting, I think the painting's really good too. But so why'd you put? Uh, well, maybe it's the wrong question. Uh, what made you put uh, uh, fuck Frank on it? That was just part um, of it. 
Maybe you don't think it. Maybe well, the, well, what happened was, is I was painting, and I'd seen an, another artist who was doing, like, similar type work. Yeah. And I've always wanted to work with, like, text or words in, yeah. in my paintings, but I've never been able to pull it off. Um, I wrote it on the canvas. Like, I, I don't know. It just kind of took a life of its own. It's a very intuitive yeah. process sometimes when I'm doing a painting. Yeah. But um, anyway, so one of my friends, she sent me a comment on the painting. And here's the thing is this person says the F word in their real life. All right. But even though they say the F word, they had a hard time seeing the F word on my painting, which is kind of bizarre to me. But they talked about, um, oh, and they also read the blog that went with it. Yeah. Which I, I did. Um, halfway they through. said, "I can see your F. Frank painting so much better on your blog." They're talking about, and the colors are wonderful and bold and brassy. The blog gives great context and is well written and bold and brassy. You rock. For me, it's just hard to see the F word spelled out in the painting. It's a strong social message with value, though. If I had more balls. I would say fuck it and hang it for healing. Although she didn't say the F word. <laughs> she, someone, said, she said, uh, okay, yeah. Someone braver than I will. So basically she really liked it, but yet she she still had a hard time seeing it. Anyway, her, reading her comment just made me think even more about how important it is to be authentic and transparent. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to live a fake life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to be, I don't want my art to be only partially representative of who I am. Yeah. Like, I want it to be fully representational. Yeah. Of who I am, what I believe, what I think, what I feel. Just like I try to be that way in this podcast. I want to try to be that way with my paintings. Right. I want to try to be that way with my blog in all aspects. Yeah, and so what, you know, what's what's stopping you? Is there a do you have a history where you don't have permission to do that? I mean, well, I, yeah, it's called Christianity. Yeah, and judgment. Right. Like this thing of what happened with this person, this review. Like people's judgments and what they think. What they think. It's so big. It's like I there are people on Instagram who follow me that I know are believers in Christ or whatever, and I don't even like. They live in other states. I've never even met them face to face, but yet I get scared but it's to a, but post it's not things just, because I yeah. think maybe they will judge me. But if you posted a political thing, you could also get a non-religious judgment from the other side too, right? So it's not just a right. religious thing. It's right, but I don't really want to do. Yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. want to go into yeah. that realm at all because that just. No, I'm just saying, like, it's not just a religious. The fear of ju- of putting ourselves out there and being judged. Whether it's on canvas or whether it's in the office conference room, yeah, uh, is always the fear that there'll be an opposing view that judges you, and it doesn't feel good to be judged. Right, right. Um, I was asking the question, why did you, why did you put the F word there? And I realized maybe the question was wrong. It'd be like someone saying, why did you put the color green there? Because green is a very offensive color. And right. And you, as an artist, say, but green just seemed to go there. Right. So maybe the like, uh, maybe. The uh, even I'm even I'm struggling saying it. The effort just needed to go on the painting. So maybe the, there is an equivalent like for it, me, it, it needed to go on the painting. Like in Ring's End, that book. Uh huh. If Peter Casey or John Boyer or, or 
his daughter and all those people if there was no effort yeah in that um book at all it, it would people would it would be trash it just wouldn't be realistic it's just right. not how people talk I remember right. mike uh lapuma at a remember the fatted calf thing we did uh-huh. he read poetry uh-huh and he i don't remember the con it was a very clever i don't remember but he talked about in real life people don't say gosh darn Right, they don't say gosh darn, they don't. And I don't remember the context, but it was a very clever writing. And I always that kind of stuck with me of like, that's true, it's just not like... um, But you would never, in a a play, and anyway, when we we did plays at church, we we just Mm -hmm. wouldn't have dropped the F-bomb, although it would have been more realistic. Right. Anyway. Well, should we wrap this up, Brian? Yeah, you got... Well, I have to really have to go to the potty. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that look in your face wasn't something else. No, I have to go. Okay. I have to go, you guys. I think we're releasing this early because, well, I don't want to say we're out of town because one of our listeners may try to break into the house if they know we're gone. Right. The dog will be here and the and Oh, the kids. guys, I forgot to tell you. Oh, she's not here right now. But she's over there. Maggie. We should put posts of Maggie, what Maggie looks like for those of you who don't know. But at the beginning of the podcast today, she was squeezing her big fat self behind Brian's chair again. And yeah. then I guess she didn't have enough room, so she went she over went and got on her there. bed. As soon as she said her name, she stuck her head around. Sound very pretty. What were you going to say about her? Oh, just that she was back there? Well, yeah, I thought she was still behind your chair, but she moved. You moved. But um, anyway, she's sweet. She hangs out with us when we do the podcast. She's a sweet puppy dog. Well, you guys have a great weekend. Yes. Thank you for listening. And, um, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.